It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Today, we have the latest news from over the weekend at Islanders training camp, plus prospect Arno Durando and the outlook for Noah Dobson this year. All this and a lot more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. You can also find us now on the SXM app of SiriusXM. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Just wanted to make a quick note to everybody who may be watching the premiere of this uh, on YouTube I am not going to be taking part in the chat tonight uh, or, you know, at midnight on Sunday slash Monday because of uh, Yom Kippur. So uh, this episode was recorded a little bit earlier on Sunday just because of the holiday. And I will be back in the chat room on uh, Monday night slash Tuesday morning as usual. If you've got something Islanders related on your mind, feel free to send us an email the email address, LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. If you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders throughout the preseason, training camp, the regular season, and really... Really, all year round, 
Uh, we are here every Monday through Friday, except for a brief period of the offseason, bringing you the best in daily Islanders content. All right, so, training camp over the weekend, always stuff going on. And as far as the New York Islanders are concerned, you know, they made a few announcements, and it's always good to go over some of them. And one of them is the health of a few of the players. J.G. Pajot missed Friday's practice with what was described as an illness. He returned to practice on Saturday, so that was certainly good news. And then Kyle Palmieri, also not practicing. He is yet to practice uh, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. He has missed the first three days of training camp. Now, again, the Islanders officially saying it's not serious. Uh, The official website even listed it as, and I'll put this in air quotes, maintenance. But, uh, again, uh, you know, there, there really was... No uh, no appearances yet by Palms on the ice. And the goaltending rotation also uh, moving along on Saturday. Henrik Tikkanen came in with Semyon Varlamov in one group, while Tristan Lennox and Ken Appleby ended up being in group three, which was not the blue group or the white group. So there are three groups going on. Uh, right now in training camp. And so that's just some of the news. There was indeed a scrimmage on Saturday. So again, the team really trying to get ready for everything in in training camp and, and gear things up for preseason. And look, the first preseason game, Tuesday night. It, it, it's, you know, tomorrow. And... Can't wait for that. Islanders, Rangers at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, it is televised, which to me is also good news. So the Islanders are almost ready to get things started in the regular season. Another one of these articles came out, by the way, last week. And I just wanted to touch on it briefly at the end of this segment. Uh... Yahoo Sports, they had a a writer who listed the least watchable NHL teams entering the 2023-2024 season. And the subhead is, unless you're a dedicated fan of one of these clubs, it's best to watch, uh, avoid watching them play hockey at all this season. And so they listed the Montreal Canadiens, the St. Louis Blues, the San Jose Sharks, the Philadelphia Flyers, and then, of course, your New York Islanders. And here's here's what was written in the article. The Islanders aren't bad by any means. This is a team that made the playoffs in 2022-2023 after all. They just play low-event hockey, and their best player, by a significant margin, is their goaltender. Watching Ilya Sorokin stand on his head can be fun at times, but it's hard to predict which games that will happen in, as the Islanders are a middle-of-the-pack, solid shot possession squad that doesn't always need him to excel. Bo Horvat adds a little spice to this team's attack 
but he's not exactly a showstopper, and he struggled to adjust to his new team last season. There's not a lot of novelty outside of the former Canuck and superstar Matt Barzal on that squad. Not helping matters is the fact that the Islanders' most notable transactions in the offseason were extensions for their own players. So, still not a lot of respect from the national media, and, you know, basically... This writer, Nick Ashbourne, listed five, the five most boring or uninteresting teams in the NHL, and the Islanders were the first one that he listed. And, you know, if I'm the New York Islanders, the one thing that I want to do with this is just prove everybody wrong. And the way you prove everyone wrong is not to be exciting. It's not to go out there and win games 7-5, to because that's not the way this team is built, and that's not the way this team is going to play, and that's not what's going to make this team successful. The way you prove everybody wrong is to be a team that is good enough that it doesn't matter how exciting, and again, I'll use the air quotes, it doesn't matter how exciting this team is. So, to me, you got to go out there and play your style of hockey, win games efficiently and consistently, and if you've got, you know, 95, 100, 105 points on the season, nobody is going to care all that much about the style points you used to get there. And I think, most importantly, that includes Islander fans. If... The Islanders win a lot of two-to-one games, but they end up being, you know, clinching a playoff spot early, not being a wild-card team this year, or just being consistent winners. Uh, I, I think what you'll see is people will be happy, and they will fill the, the stands at the UBS Arena, and, you know, I think Lane Lambert will be happy, the players will be happy, uh, Lou Lamorello will be happy, and nothing to worry about. So I think style points are a little bit overrated. And the important thing for the New York Islanders is to win. And we noticed last year that early in the season, the Islanders were doing pretty well. And then after Matthew Barzal got injured, they went into a bit of a slump. But that's when they made adjustments. And they went from trying to have the defensemen pinch and move up and get in the play a little bit more to playing more of the Barry Trotz stand back, back check, be positionally sound. And no, it may not be exciting hockey, but it is winning hockey. And that's what this team did in order to reach the playoffs. I get the feeling that they are going to do that again this year because that is the way they're going to win hockey games. And if they are winning hockey games, most Islander fans are not going to care about style points along the way. All right, we have got a lot more to get to on today's episode. We're going to talk about one of the young prospects in Islanders camp who is trying to get a full-time role in the NHL, Arno Durando. We also have... Uh, Noah Dobson's outlook, and for our Islanders' birthday of the day, a forward from the mid to late 80s who, well, basically spent uh, all of his NHL career with the New York Islanders. We've got that and a whole lot more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. 
Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical, and uh, we're talking today about the Jace case. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. That's why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you a peace of mind so that you're not just hoping you have access to medication in an emergency. Jace Medical makes sure you have the medication in hand and it's simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensed pharmacy medication delivery and ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. You can get $20 off of these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using my code Locked On at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Check it out. What's up, guys? Trey Matthews of Locked On Devils here. And let me tell you about Discover Debit Cash Back. Wings for the game? Boom, cash back. New lucky jersey? Boom, cash back. Even a last-minute ice run can score you some cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cash Back Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. Look in sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the W, but you know what's a guaranteed win? Discover Cash Back Debit. Oh, and did I mention there are no fees, period? I'm telling you, this one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit, Discover Bank, member FDIC. So we're going to focus in now on one of the Islanders' young prospects who is gunning for a spot on this roster, and we're going to talk a little bit about Arno Durando because... You know, we've talked about the Islanders uh, needing to find someone to take the place of Zach Parise uh, on that third line. And I think Arno Durando would be a very, very good option. He's 24. And, you know, the other thing that we've talked about is the desire for this team to get younger, faster, and more skilled. Well, I think Arno Durando would check two of those boxes. He would make this team younger, and he certainly has speed. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that Durando has uh, hustles a lot. And, you know, he came up for, what was it, four games last season, hustled, looked like he was creating offense and really did a solid job, wasn't intimidated by being in the NHL, created some scoring chances. How good was he? Well, during the first two days of practice, Lane Lambert had Durando skating on the top line with Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal. And somebody asked him why, and here's what Lane Lambert said, I like his speed. And when he gets an opportunity, he has the ability to score, and he's proven that the last couple of days. Now, at Bridgeport last year, 68 games, 24 goals, and 31 assists. That is all career highs for Durando. He's a six-round pick dating back to 2017. And, you know, he played when he was called up alongside Hudson Fashing who was uh, also a uh, teammate of his down in Bridgeport. And for Durando, you know, he had nine shots in those four games. We know the Islanders need to have more speed. We know they need players who are not afraid to shoot the puck. 
Durando fits that to a T, and he makes this team younger. And obviously, there's two ways to go about it. Durando could win a job right out of training camp, be on that third line. I mean, fashing Durando and Pajot would be a very good third line if fashing and Durando could each give you 15 goals. Uh, but the other alternative is he goes down to Bridgeport and ends up, you know, being one of those first guys to be called up if there's an injury. We know, for example, Cal Clutterbuck has been dealing with injuries a lot over the last two or three years. If Clutter goes down, I think you could plug Durando in on the fourth line. And then you also have that possibility of him being on the first line like he was the first couple of days of practice uh, in training camp. I doubt he ends up as the first line winger with Barzell and, uh, and Horvat, but we'll see. Meanwhile, you know, Durando, talking to the Hockey News, he had a lot of good things to say about his four games in the NHL. It was a great time, he said. It was a dream come true, and now I want to get back there. So I think I really am just trying to be consistent every day. That's mostly what you've got to do. You've got to work hard and not just one game and then be off the next game. So just every game, just skating hard, just doing your job, and just doing what you're good at and bringing it every game. And I think, you know, part of the reason that Durando may have a good chance at getting a spot on this team or being one of the first call-ups. It's similar to what Simon Holmstrom uh, did to get in the lineup last year. And that is, he's sound defensively, he'll back-check, he doesn't make those mistakes that create scoring opportunities for the other team. And that's what ended up getting William Dufour benched when he had his one NHL game last year. That's the kind of thing that had Oliver Wallstrom in and out of the lineup, or during his first season with the Islanders, even though he's a, a defenseman. Uh, Noah Dobson was in and out of the lineup because of what did or did not happen on the defensive side, or Joshua Hosang, who never really cracked the lineup because he never learned what to do without the puck. So this is why I think Durando has a very good chance uh, or a better chance than most, anyway, of trying to crack the lineup. He talked about Durando skating with Horvat and Barzal. It's been great. Just two great players. I'm just trying to try to do my best for them and just learn the most I can with them, just seeing how they play, how they think, and how they play fast. And that's what I want to bring to my game, too. So, you know, here is Arno Durando battling for one of those roster spots. Look, the fact that he's been practicing with Bo and Barzi, they're giving him a look there. And I think it's because his skill set fits there. Now the question becomes whether he's consistent enough and has enough offensive potential to stick with these guys. And look, if you can't provide even a modicum of offense with Bo and Barzi, on this roster, anyway, I don't see where else you're going to get it done. So let's see what Arno Durando does. But he started out training camp with Bo and Barzi on that top line. Maybe, just maybe, 
uh, he's got a little bit more to show everybody. And if he does, well, that could bode extremely well for the future of Arno Durando. I have always liked this kid. The four games that he played, he really was exciting to watch and added a little, a little life, a little spark to the Islanders. So let's see if he can do that on a consistent basis and earn a roster spot. All right, we have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We will continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster, what they need to do this season, and how they fit into the team's success. We're going to talk about Noah Dobson today. We've got that, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, all coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at FanDuel. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is just so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options like point spreads, player props, over-unders, and a whole lot more. And, you know, you could bet on the NFL. You have the Major League Baseball playoffs coming up. NHL futures, you could use your knowledge of the Islanders and the NHL to have some fun and maybe win some money on FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the National Football League. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster every day. As you know, we've talked about Cal Clutterbuck on the last show. Well, today it's Noah Dobson. Dobson, uh, 23 years old. He'll turn 24 in January. First-round pick of the Isles back in 2018. Coming off a 49-point season. 13 goals for the second straight year, 36 assists, played in 78 games. He was a plus four, only 20 penalty minutes. And, you know, one uh, does some things on the power play. Five power play goals, 14 power play assists. So you see he's on there a lot. I guess he needs to be a little sharper with a couple of things. And a lot of fans were very critical of Noah Dobson last year and GM Lou Lamorello came to his defense in his off-season press conference back in June. Dobson is still learning. 23 for a defenseman is exceptionally young. And the two areas that I think Dobber needs to work on the most. Number one, he needs to work on getting the puck out of his own zone and transitioning from defense to offense. Too many turnovers, too many poor decisions, and not enough cool under pressure in clearing the puck and starting the transition. And then the other is quarterbacking the power play. I think that overall, if you look at last year, while he did 
have five power play goals and 14 power play assists so that almost, uh, you know, 40% or so of his points came with the extra attacker. As a power play quarterback, he's not great at skating or passing the puck into the offensive zone, and he doesn't really move the puck the way ideally you would like him to move the puck as a member of uh, the, the as the power play of the quarterback, uh, quarterback of the power play. And Sebastian Ajo actually did a, a better job of that as far as schematically is concerned. He may not have the skill set uh, of a Noah Dobson, but he was smarter with the puck than Dobson. And in the last playoff game, we saw Ajo move up to the top power play unit. So those are the two areas that Dobson needs to concentrate on to get himself from a pretty good uh, offensive defenseman with potential to being, you know... uh, a guy in the conversation for an all-star berth, or maybe at least a guy in conversation for a 55-60 point season and being considered a great two-way defenseman. Because let's face it, on the New York Islanders, under Lane Lambert and under Lou Lamorello, you are not going to get the confidence of this team You are not going to get the coaching staff behind you. You are not going to get that maximum ice time unless you are responsible in your own zone. And if you're constantly coughing the puck up and making mistakes, you will not get out on the ice as often as you want. And look, Dobson, if he maximizes his potential, can become a top-pair defenseman a power play quarterback, and a really good player. But if he can't get the job done in his own zone, he will always be, at best, a second-pair guy or maybe even a third-pair guy who sees a lot of action on the power play. This is very much a crossroads season for Noah Dobson, and he needs to get things going Look, it's not like if he doesn't do it this season, it's do or die and Dobber will be gone. No, nothing like that. But you want to see him take those steps. And Dobson has two years left on his bridge contract that he signed. So this year and next year, $4 million a year, then he becomes a restricted free agent. The key for him is that either this year or next year, He's got to make that jump. Otherwise, you get to the point where you say, you know what? He is what he is. We'll pay him for what he is. But the the ceiling that we had hoped for, it may not be there. So key season or two for Dauber. And obviously, because the Islanders don't have an alternative at offensive defenseman, they're going to live and die with what Dobson does, and it's going to be important. All right. Time now for our Islanders birthday of the day, and today is the 59th birthday of former Islanders winger Dale Henry, eighth-round pick by the Isles in 1983, a native of Prince Albert, Saskatchewan, (coughs) scored 41 goals and had 162 penalty minutes in his last year in juniors with the Saskatoon Blades. Made his Islanders debut in 84-85, played 16 games, had two goals and three points. Was with the Islanders 
splitting time between the NHL and the AHL through the 89-90 season, then ended up playing the rest of his career in the minor leagues or in Europe, and even played in Roller Hockey International during the 1995 season, had 33 points in 24 games for the Oklahoma Coyotes. Uh, In 132 career NHL games, all with the Islanders, 13 goals, 39 points, 263 penalty minutes, had 14 NHL playoff games, all with the Isles, and did score one goal. We go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders, March 9th, 1985, Uh, and in this one, It's the Islanders hosting the Toronto Maple Leafs at the Nassau Coliseum. Ken Reggett, the goalie for the Leafs, battling Billy Smith, the Hall of Famer, in goal for the Islanders. And in this game, Dale Henry ends up scoring his very first NHL goal. It comes late in the first period. Roger Kortko and Ken Morrow get the assist. Islanders end up winning this one by a score of 4-2. to two. Henry had two shots on goal in this game. And yeah, his goal was the game winner. 39 saves for Billy Smith. The Islanders outshot 41-35 to 35 in what was a wide-open contest. Ken Morrow, by the way, three assists in this game. So Dale Henry, a guy who never fully established himself as an everyday NHLer, Uh, but played a role on the Islanders for about five years on and off in the late 80s. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow on the show. We will again have the latest news from Islanders training camp. We'll get you ready for the first preseason game, and uh, we will continue our one player a day look at the Islanders roster. We will take a look at Scott Mayfield. All that and more on tomorrow's show. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. Those of you who are observing the holiday and fasting, have a light and meaningful fast. Take care, and thanks again for listening to the Locked on Islanders podcast. And oh yeah, let's go Islanders. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.